never show any sign of weakness. Always go for the throw. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you Investor's Edge with Gary Kolbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here's your host, Gary Kolbaum. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kolbaum, your host. Thanks for being with us today. Glad you are here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It's uh, Tuesday. It's uh, March 5th, uh, 2019, and uh, we're here to talk about, you know, everything that affects you. The market, your money, the economy, jobs, all that. Hope you're having a good day. Uh, King Kong Bundy passed away. Another great wrestler. Go look him up. As you know, I'm a maniacal, crazy uh, wrestling fan, and as we get older... Yeah, you know, our favorites uh, pass away. His name was uh, Christopher Pallies. He weighed about 400 and some odd pounds. He was only 61 years old. And, uh, you know, it's always interesting, the good guys and the bad guys, uh, how they were the worst, biggest enemies, you know, scripted. And now uh, when they pass away, they're all talking about each other. And that's how it goes. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to do the markets in a few minutes. I have to talk taxes. I very much have to talk taxes because, ladies and gentlemen, the socialists did it again today. The socialists did it again today. They proposed a transaction tax on Wall Street. So whether you are middle class, upper class, less than middle class, if you do a transaction... You're going to pay a tax. You know, Ronald Reagan uh, once had the greatest line. One of the greatest lines. Greatest lines ever. It's actually my f- favorite quote ever. If it moves, tax it. If it keeps moving, regulate it. If it stops moving, subsidize it. To these socialists, everything has to be taxed. It's actually amazing to watch. Just this year, different proposals out of the Socialist Party. A 70% tax. A 90% tax. A wealth tax. A raising of the estate tax and the corporate tax. A carbon tax. A VAT tax. A proposal to completely take over all the health care system, taking 180 million people off their insurance to go into government insurance, which ensures massive more taxes. And now, a transaction tax. This doesn't include... The soda taxes that are out there now, the local taxes, the state taxes. You ever see the taxes on your uh, airline ticket? The toll road taxes. You ever see the taxes on your phone bill? Another freaking tax by these people. And the amazing part about all this, our government this year, 
state, local and federal, is going to spend $7.6 trillion of our money. And the socialists are telling us that's not enough. 4.4 trillion federally. 1.9 trillion state. Almost 2 trillion locally. And they want more. You liberals out there, you, you call yourself liberals or progressives. Is this what you asked for? It can't possibly be. These people are calling billionaires immoral. They prey on the success of people. And for all you people that are trying to move up in life, they're crushing you. Because I got news for you. Ain't nothing they're going to do that's going to affect the wealthy, but try becoming wealthy. Bernie Sanders came out today and said, yes, you're going to pay higher taxes, but we're going to give you free health care. No, they're not. Free health care? How is that possible? It's not. And for all this talk of the takeover by the government of health care, go read up what's happening at the NHS in the United Kingdom. They're getting crushed. They're getting crushed. Because when people think you're giving it away free, it gets abused. There are lineups and waits for everything. Months and months and months and months of waiting for surgery. For all kinds of crap. And now they want to tax your stock trade. What's next? I'm not so sure this next statement is sarcasm. I think they all get in a room and think up, what can we do next? What next can we go after? Do you realize what, realize what would happen if these people ever got a hold of our economy? No, seriously. And you can take this any way you want. They already are spending 7.6 trillion bucks this year. And they're not happy. Yet they call Trump a dictator? The definition of a dictatorship is one who taxes like crazy and regulates like crazy. In order to control more of you. Take over of industry. Remind you of anything? Anyway, anyhow, I just had to start with this. Also, on the socialist front, oh, I, I, I don't have to be politically correct. She's a moron. This Cortez woman is a moron. You want to hear the latest? She now has changed her stance on Amazon. That they are welcome to come to New York. As long as they include her in the negotiations with the community. She's a moron. Amazon told them to take a flying leap because of this moron. Does she think she's sitting at a table playing Monopoly? Up next. More on the moron. And lots more. I'm Gary. This is the one only that's the edge.
Bastion of quality programming. With Gary Coltbaum. It doesn't get better than this. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. So guess who co-sponsored this transaction deal? The Wall Street transaction tax. Cortez. The moron. I don't have to be politically correct. She's a moron. Do you realize because of her, Long Island City lost Amazon, that because of her, it was a pay-to-play. They weren't getting $3 billion like Solyndra got a, a $500 uh, million. It was if they came up with the revenues, tax incentives, 25 to 50,000 jobs, construction, schools, retail, health spas, spas, buildings, restaurants, delis, new sewers, construction, tickets to ball games, Mets, Yankees, Knicks, Knicks, Nets. Giants, Jets, tickets to Broadway, a whole new customer base. She chased them away, and now she's completely backed away after they're chased away because she's been shredded. She now says, I'm good with Amazon, just include me. You know, I don't usually have to talk about congressmen and congresswomen. But somehow she has ended up, she's all over the news, all over the media. They kiss her arse 24-7, this lunatic. Remember what I've told you here? You remember Palin? And I was not a big fan of hers. They destroyed the woman. They ripped her to shreds. They murdered her. Saturday Night Live made up a character of her with Tina Fey week in, week out. Yet this Cortez woman comes around. And puts a proposal to get rid of air travel. And the media's still kissing her arse. And there's nothing on SNL. You think they're making fun of her? They're afraid to make fun of her. Can't make fun of her. She's a Hispanic woman. I'll make fun of her. She's nuts. Another tax. Can you imagine if these people actually took over? And they put a wealth tax on. By the way, that's not a tax. It's just a confiscation based on your net worth. Let's say 70% tax. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, we used to have that. Things sucked back then. Do you think they created what we have seen created over the last 20 years, ever since our taxes went down? Wealth has gone up immensely. Oh, it's the uh, you know, wealth gap. You know why we have the wealth gap? Because the morons in the government. The central bank takes rates down to zero, screws the savers, bubbles up assets. Guess what happens? The rich get richer and the savers get nothing. Brought to you by the government. And the pissing all over successful people. I taught my kids to study success. How did Richard Branson go from nothing to where he is? I told them to read biographies of these people, and not because of the wealth, but because of the success that brought them wealth. Yet it is fashionable to piss all over these people, calling them immoral. Just what is going on? So anyway, another tax proposal. Another one. 
They want a VAT tax. You know what that is? Go read up on it. On top of everything. They're insane. They are maniacal authoritarian dictators. And they use your wallets. And they're telling us that $7.6 trillion of spending this year, government spending, ain't enough. Give me more. I mean, I may just have to run. Not. I once stole a deck of cards from a store when I was seven years old. I put them back, though. I'm sure they would find that out. Anyway, I hope you don't mind me starting with this, because all I can think of is, my goodness gracious, where does it end with these people? Where does it end? I don't think it does end. Now, we can afford to start with all this because the market really did nothing today. The indices were quite calm and quite quiet. Yeah, QQ, say that ten times fast. Quite quiet, say that ten times fast. Quite quiet, quite quiet. Yeah, I can only say it once. I'll probably put out some missive on this tonight and send it out. It'll be on my website. By the way, if you don't get the show in your city, go to GaryK.com. You can listen live or archive. We're live 6 or 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Also at GaryK.com. You can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button. Go to Twitter at Gary Call Bomb. You can email me. Just be nice. Not like the email I got today, which I'll read in a few minutes. If you want to hear what we're doing, like to hear what you're doing, press the money management button. Press the subscribe button to get our notes and the email service one month free. Convictionleaders.com. Check it out. At GaryK.com. By the way, did I tell you that I hope you all have a good day? I was reading up on strokes today, you know, with the Luke Perry thing. You know, I told you I had a couple episodes. Just check your blood pressure out. If you're overweight, lose weight. Just remember, the one thing you all can control is your bodies. You have to just make the decision. Up next, full market wrap. And whatever else, I'm Gary. This is the one and only Investor's Edge. Just on his feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Coldbaum. I'm highly recommended. You're going to feel better if you talk to him. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Congresswoman Alexandria Casio cortez was elected by good people in New York and not some arrogant a-hole like Gary Coldbaum. Now go F yourself, arrogant a-hole Gary Coldbaum. That was the email of the day. And by the way, I did not use the words that we used in... That wonderful email. By the way, this is a big fan of mine. Been listening for years. Don't you love people? Uh, a couple other things. Um, Michael Bloomberg is backed out, is not going to run for the presidency. And Hillary Clinton says she's not running. And I must tell you, uh, I like Michael Bloomberg. I don't like Hillary Clinton. I am thrilled that she will never be running this country. I just believe... That her and her husband are the most, it's just my opinion, okay? Just the most corrupt people of all time. And politicians, what they have done to to make their wealth, how she sold, let me put it best. If what she did as Secretary of State in raising money for the Clinton Foundation, if that was a Republican, she'd probably be in jail, Taking tens of millions of dollars for country, from countries, some bad players, to the Clinton Foundation while she's Secretary of State. No conflict of interest there. No. 
Really? You know, they are giving Trump a colonoscopy now. The Democrats are doing, they sent out 81 referrals or document, give me documents from all kinds of people under Trump. They're already calling him guilty. What's his name? Nadler came out. I mean, basically, he not basically said, he said he's guilty. He committed crimes. Really, what are investigations for? To find out if, anyway, you get my point. What Trump may have done pales in comparison. What this woman did as Secretary of State. Go, go look it up. I mean, it's all there. They did it. Yeah, you know. They weren't even ashamed. Anyway, she is not running for president, and uh, that's that. And Bill has been all been put on the side. I think the Me Too movement uh, has him gone at this point in time for the most part. As we know what wonderful human being with women he was. Anyway, that's in the past. Now we got Trump, and you know... I get it from both sides because I call him the good Trump, bad Trump. I can never get invited to Mar-a-Lago or the White House because I talk the bad Trump. There's good and bad Trump. He's like, what was it, from Batman? Two-Face. Wasn't there like a, a criminal called Two-Face? You don't know which side Trump wakes up on. The Trump with the great economic policies, the Trump with the bad economic policies. The Trump that lies, the Trump that completely backs the military and the police. You don't know which one shows up. But we keep our fingers crossed and wish him well. Hope he does great things, because it's going to be one hell of the next year and a half. The Dems are driving to the hoop. And as I've said, if listen, if they find criminal acts, so be it. I got no favorites. I'm in no tank. Uh, the market wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrback, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man. You're either in or out of the market. What is proprietary indicators? Go check it out. Investment-models.com. Dow is down, I think, uh, I can't even see. Uh, let's call it 13, S&P 3, NASDAQ 1, NASDAQ 100 was up 5. Transports were down, f- mm, boy, I need glasses. I'm going to call it 85. Yeah, transports were down 85. Uh, advanced decline, 17.18 on New York, 13.18 on the NASDAQ. Uh, weakness in semiconductors, weakness in some of the other um, uh, software names that got hit pretty decently yesterday. Strength in some Chinese names. The FANG stocks acting better a little bit. Some of them, at least Facebook, was up 3 and change today. Google was up 15. Amazon was up early before finishing down 4. Netflix was up 3. In the Dow today, Boeing down 2.5. Caterpillar down 1. Uh, 3M down 3. On the upside, United Health finally bounced. Oh, uh, Walgreens down 1 and change. United Health uh, up 5. Finally bouncing after the managed care stocks just been mutilated over the last few days. Uh, but overall, I love days like today. You do? Gary, why do you love days like today where the market did nothing? They're the best kind. Why? It settles patterns down. It enables me to isolate strength and weakness better. And if we are to go higher, sets things up better as it builds little areas of support. And I must tell you, I would love to see like three weeks of nothingness. Just backing and filling, filling and backing. That's what I would love. But the market doesn't care about me, so that don't matter. And we'll see how it plays out. You had some deterioration. You know, some of those leading software names just look like the little raid yesterday. But as long as they hold above moving averages, they'll settle in probably for a few weeks. And if things are good, we'll turn back up. And as I go through the rest of the stuff, not much today. We'll call it a no biggie day. Gold bounce just a smidge. 
little better action in foreign markets. Retail. Kohl's was up almost five today on numbers that weren't so great, and Target was up three today. Interesting. And when I say numbers, uh, Kohl's sales were down 3%. Oh, but earnings were good. Okay. Uh, Target, revenues were up 1%. But earnings were up 13 So they both rallied up on volume. We'll see what that means as we move forward. And a little better tone in other retail of the day. Oils, starting to sit tight above the lows. But absolutely, positively, no leadership there as of yet. Commodities did nothing today. But I get asked often, what do I want? I watch copper very closely. And you can watch it too, JJC. Just an exchange-traded fund for uh, the, it's called the Bloomberg Copper Sub-Index. doesn't correlate perfectly, but good enough. And you can always go to stockcharts.com and find the actual copper. But overall, quietness today. And let me repeat, for me, quiet is good. After a move up, quiet is bad. After a move down. Now, I am watching closely the semis, as always. Got a few that look like they're rolling over here, and if the semis roll over, market ain't going up. So we watch them closely. Now, been getting a lot of questions on Lyft and Uber. Both are coming public. I don't have the exact dates. I guess they're probably doing road shows soon. And what do I think? I wonder whether they should have been coming public a year ago. I wonder how much more they're going to grow. I'll tell you what up next, what else I wonder. Thanks for being here. I'm Gary. This is the one only Investor's Edge. Oh. Investor's Edge. With Gary Caldwell. The other things I wonder on Uber and Lyft is pricing going forward, taxis fighting back, uh, and the fact, and this is number one in my mind, well, 1A and 1B, valuations and losses. I suspect they're going to, because of name, brand recognition, that they come out at some significantly high valuations. But these are companies that lose billions and billions of dollars. Billions and billions of dollars. So we'll be watching closely. I was speaking to somebody I knew. I found out that they have, they have a quarter million dollars worth of Lyft stock. I believe it's a price of 50 bucks. He didn't tell me valuation, but... You know, what happens is before they go public, there's actually kind of sort of private kind of trading at a value when you get stock based on, you know, sometimes it gets offered, somebody frees up. He ended up with a quarter, I guess 5,000 shares at 50. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens. I hope it opens for the 150 firm. 
And again, in case you don't know, what happens is you have all these insiders, whether it's an investment bank or people who work at the company, people that run the company, uh, closely held people, drivers, I think. I think they're getting a little piece. I don't know what price, though. And what happens is they have different tranches where people put in money uh, initially, and then people want to get out, and they're willing to take a, a, a certain price, not being hogs, somebody else makes money, and you end up deciding whether it's a right, good enough price for you. I've seen them work out pretty well, and I've seen them not work out so well. The big issue with a lot of these private companies right now, valuations are insane for a lot of them. I've seen some 5 and $10 billion valuations on companies that are just developing something. And how do they get these 5 and $10 billion valuations? Well, somebody gives the company uh, $100 million for a 10% position of the company valuing it at so-and-so. That's how it works. And as things move forward, you know, valuation is based on what somebody else is willing to pay. And it either moves up or moves down. Let me be clear, though. There's a lot of these companies that have gone by the way. Tons of them have gone by the wayside. Never made it. Had an app, new idea, tried moving forward with it, and never happened. That's the private equity game, and there's some very, very, very successful people. There are some people out there that actually funded Google, Face, I mean all of them. There's a couple of them. I don't need to name names, but they 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 were in the top 15 out of the top 20 of all time initially. They had the great reputation, had the money, and they went after it. And little did they know what it would turn into. Just so you know, if somebody put in ten grand at the initial outset of, let's say, Google, it's probably ten million bucks. And by the way, I'm just throwing a number out there. It could be a bunch less or a bunch more, but you're getting my point. So it's going to be interesting to see what Lyft and uh, Uber come at. And again, you got to just be watching, uh, for instance, the stock Snapchat, well, it's Snap Inc., but it's for the Snapchat. It's rallied up to 10 bucks from 5 what was it, 30 Last I looked, that's almost, that's 66%. And I'd say every three months, I'll just sit at my desk and go through the IPOs of the last year. And man, oh man, there are a bunch of names that came out at 15 that are now 2 and not trading. In fact, a ton of them. So you always got to be careful. The problem with a lot of these things, they are touted like you wouldn't believe. And you can get quite buried if you are not quite careful. And the last I looked, there is a pretty big list of IPOs that are going to try and come public in the next six months. which is good news for the companies, maybe not so great news for the market. It's one of the indicators we follow. Too many IPOs and too many secondaries. We'll see. And as we get closer, we'll let you know. And as we start ripping through the financials of a Lyft and Uber, we will talk about it on the show. We did it for you when Facebook came out and everything else. And man, oh man, did Facebook start bad. Totally miscombobulated. I think I remember it came out in the 30-something and then went down to uh, 15. Well, have a great evening. Drive carefully. We can get home to you like we do. Quite the simple. Make sure you have your children. Night, night, night. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. 
Follow me at twitter.com slash A-S-T-O-O-L-A-N-D-E-R.